I'm Jennifer Gonzalez from the Cult of Pedagogy podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome back for another episode of the Leader of Learning podcast, the show where educators can come find inspiration to transform education through effective leadership. I'm your host, Dan Krinas. Let's get started. Hey, Leaders of Learning, this is Dan. Welcome to episode 35 of the Leader of Learning podcast, the final episode of the year 2018. What a great and crazy year it's been. Happy holidays, happy new year. In this episode, I want to recap the year, talk about how great a year it's been on the podcast, but also how great a year it's been in my personal and professional life, and talk a little bit about goals, short-term and long-term goals. So I'm calling this episode the long and short of it, and I'll explain a little bit more about why in a little bit. Before I do that, I want to just recap the amazing year that we have had here on the podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners and certainly all of my guests who have come onto the show this year in 2018, where we've had a bulk of the episodes on the podcast. And I'm going to recap all of them, and I don't want to take too long here, but man, I'm so appreciative of all the guests that have come on, all the episodes we've done, and really the amazing, amazing topics that have been covered here. Going all the way back to January, we had episodes from Ray Wood, talking about the importance of building and maintaining relationships with students as the foundation for solid instruction. Then we brought on Tara Martin, Keeping It Real, talking about book snaps. Uh, She hadn't even published her Keeping It Real book at that point yet, but congratulations to Tara for publishing her book. In February, we talked to Star Saxstein about playing the game of school and, of course, her amazing books on hacking assessment and going gradeless in the classroom. We also spoke to Jethro Jones, uh, amazing principal in Alaska, has his own podcast, uh, and we talked about the difference between enrollment and buy-in, creating that kind of buy-in from staff members, teachers especially, but also students as well. In March, we talked to Claudio Zavala Jr., good friend of mine, about leveraging technology and, and content creation. Since then, Claudio, I think, has gotten extremely popular in the education space and certainly on social media with his content creation, the audio and video Actually, I should say that the photography and the videography that he's turning out and the content that he creates, not only um, taking pictures and taking videos, but really training and teaching other people how to do them and meeting them where they're at, training them on, on every level, I think is, is really amazing. Enough about Claudio. Uh, Also in March, we spoke to Rochelle Denae-Poth, another good friend of mine, about student-centered classrooms and and really going more student-centered. Congratulations to Rochelle as well. She is uh, amazing. She does so much. I know she has some books that are that are on the horizon as well. Maybe we'll catch up with her again um, when, when it comes time for that. Also in March, we spoke to Dean Ganey, good friend of mine. I had a chance to get together with him in, in on a vacation, family vacation in the summertime to Orlando, Florida. 
he had just he was just about to publish his first solo book, The Journey to the Why in You. Congratulations, Dean, on all the success that you've had with that book and getting that book out there. That was a great interview, a great episode. In April, we spoke to, oh, I, I love these guys, Mary Alice and Curran, uh, mother and son team behind DigSit Kids and the DigSit Summit, uh, speaking about digital citizenship and uh, and really being responsible on technology and on social media. That was a really great episode that I did with both of them. Also in April, we spoke to John Harper, uh, host of a couple of his own podcasts, the My Bad Podcast and Teacher's Aid. Uh, we talked about embracing vulnerability, about how important it is to be vulnerable, to embrace it, to be okay with failure and making mistakes, and, and of course, more importantly, actually learning from those mistakes. And to round out April, Brian Costello, um, I don't think had put out his book yet, but he has uh, the Teacher's Journey podcast and also a book with the same title. And we spoke about mentorship and professional growth. That was a really great episode. And, and for me, one that hits home quite a bit uh, because I really spent a long time as and really pride myself on coaching, instructional coaching. And um, I really thought that was a great way to kind of make the comparison and, and tell the differences between mentorship and professional growth and, and coaching. We put a bonus episode out for EdChange Global around that time in May, and then later on in May, oh man, this is this is where I think um, some of the, the meatiest episodes were of the year. We talked to Sean Gaylord in the middle of May, uh, and again, I don't know if he had put his book out yet, but Sean later published a book, The Pepper Effect, uh, and he also has uh, his own podcast now as well, The Principal Liner Notes. But we talked about trending the positive and really uh, branding your school, your staff, your students to be more positive. Sean is sort of the brains behind the hashtag Celebrate Monday movement. And uh, I just thought we, we were able to really tackle a lot of great positive kind of conversations and messages in that episode. And then later in May, we spoke with Don Wetrick of the Start Ed Up podcast, the Start Ed Up Foundation. Uh, we talked to him about innovating and Genius Hour and really promoting innovation in general among students and in schools. And I loved that episode for many reasons. Uh, I was able to catch up with Don in person a couple of times throughout the year. And uh, I just really look up to and get inspired by his messages, his energy, and just really his vision for where education needs to go. And that is to become more entrepreneurial. Man, I always have trouble with that word. Uh, but to really boost the entrepreneurialism in our students and in our schools. Did a pretty good job with that one that time. Uh, in June, we put out episodes with Rabbi Michael Cohen, who, man, it, it, I think if I saw where this guy's career and life would, would go for the rest of the year, I would have made a bigger deal out of that. But right around that time in June, uh, the, the wonderful rabbi found out that he'd be one of the keynotes of the ISTE 2018 conference, which I was uh, attended. I listened to him speak. He was amazing. Uh, we got to chat a couple of times at that conference, and I really enjoyed every moment that we got to spend together and, and speak to each other, which actually had to, had to do mostly with podcasting and, and tech and, and gear, um, actually video gear. So uh, that was really cool, but he has 
blown up tremendously in a, in a good way this year, um, taking on new jobs and new tasks and creating amazing content, keynoting ISTE, of course. And uh, he also has a book that's about to come out now, I think, in the very beginning of 2019. So good luck, Rabbi Cohen, with uh, the publication of your first solo book. And then in June, we also spoke to Dr. Nathan Langrad of WeVideo. And man, he's just done so much. He also published a book, Everyday Instructional Coaching. So again, talking about the instructional coaching and um, he had all the different tenets about what to do and how to do it when it comes to being a great instructional coach. Then we hit the summertime. I put out a few solo episodes uh, starting with one called Find Your Why, then Inspire and Empower, and finally Follow Through. And I sort of went through a progression, a leadership sort of progression of you know, being able to set goals and uh, follow them through, you know, see them through to the end. And I have to say, to be honest with you, and I know I don't really do this a lot, I don't make a habit of throwing numbers out there, uh, but those solo episodes that I did over the summer were some of the most downloaded and listened to episodes of this podcast at all. And so I'm really appreciative of that, especially the Find Your Why episode. It seemed like that episode really resonated with many, many people, hundreds and hundreds of people who have downloaded and listened to that episode. So I really appreciate that. I'm not exactly sure why those episodes uh, were so much more popular than some of my others. But nonetheless, I'm really glad that maybe it was summertime or maybe it was the timing with the ISTE conference. I'm not sure, but... It seems like so many people got a lot out of those episodes, and I really, really appreciate that. The Leader of Learning podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network, podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great podcasts, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. The Leader of Learning podcast is also a proud member of Voice Ed Radio, changing the way you talk about education. To listen to more great education content, please visit voiceed.ca. This school year in September, we spoke to Chris Nessie. Um, I called him the OG educational podcaster. I hope he didn't get offended by that. But we spoke about, of course, podcasting and educational technology. Chris is an amazing, amazing guy. If you are not connected with Chris, please do yourself a favor and connect with him very soon. Uh, amazing podcaster, knows his stuff of all things educational technology and really just has amazing passions for, for both of those things. Uh, so I really, really enjoyed Chris coming on the show. We also spoke to, in October, Kyle Hamstra, good friend of mine, fellow ASCD emerging leader. Uh, he's a STEM specialist, so we spoke a lot about STEM and also Kyle's passion for hashtags, which sounds a little silly, but uh, he does some amazing things with them and he connects educators and more importantly, he curates resources using hashtags, which I think is just ingenious and I really appreciated him and loved that episode. Uh, then we also spoke to Brad Schreffler, fellow podcaster who does the Planning Period podcast, and uh, he's got this idea called the Big Q in EDU and uh, how people in education, educators, can't be afraid to really ask the questions that uh, really relate to making education better, improving education for teachers, students, everybody. And so the Big Q in EDU, I think, was a great episode with Brad. And then in November, uh, two episodes. The first was with Elizabeth Shaw 
from Divine Optimism. And you guys should know by now my passion for growth mindset and change and leading change efforts. And without that optimism and without that inspiring confidence in others, I don't think you get anywhere. And so uh, when Elizabeth came on and shared all the stuff that she spoke about with optimism, I think it it really struck a chord and um, tied a lot of things together that, that I had been wondering about when it comes to growth mindset and inspiring change in others. And then finally, around Thanksgiving time, we had my guy Basil Marin on. He is an amazing emerging leader as well, an administrator, and uh, just all-around stand-up guy from Virginia. Basil talked about promoting lifelong learning, but mostly he talked about really working with at-risk youth and and building up the character and the confidence in students who, let's face it, um, may not have a lot going for them. And education might not be their thing, but with uh, a little bit of effort and a lot of hard work and a lot of people really believing in you, uh, I think Basil's message was, you know, any anything can happen. Uh, and I really love talking to him about that lifelong learning piece. So that's been our year on the Leader of Learning podcast. And again, I just really, really appreciate you coming along for the ride. Uh, if you've missed any of those episodes, of course, please go back, uh, download them, listen again, whatever you want to do. But I had a great time recording them and listening to them. And uh, I just really appreciate you guys for listening as well. Uh, getting back to what I was talking about before, so recapping the year, in addition to growing this podcast and really just having so much fun with it, uh, I had a, I don't even know what the right word is, I had an interesting school year uh, in 2017-18 and also another interesting school year here in 2018-19, so I'll make a long story short. I say it's interesting because the 2017-18 school year, I was, for the most part, still in the role of instructional coach at my middle school where I was working at in Derby, Connecticut. Toward the end of the year, we had some administrative turnover. Uh, Our principal in our middle school left, and um, there was about another month, month and a half left in the school year. So the principal, sorry, the assistant principal from our high school in the district came to be the principal in the middle school on an interim basis and later got the job permanently. And I was moved to our high school to be the interim acting assistant principal, uh, which was great. I I really appreciated that opportunity and uh, was ready and willing to step up and, and lead for the last few months of the school year. Um, and, and I was really grateful for my superintendent asking me to do that and giving me that kind of opportunity. But unfortunately, over the summer, uh, I found out that my instructional coach position at the middle school had been cut due to some uh, shifts, realigning grant funding and, and, and budget allotments. And so I was asked to go back into the classroom. And for the first few months of the school year, September, October, November, uh, I was a seventh grade reading teacher. And to be honest, I didn't think I would be going back into the classroom at this point in my career. Uh, I felt like I was working my way up the ladder, so to speak. I had come out of the classroom actually for the second time in my career to be a instructional coach. Uh, and even, like I said, finished out last school year as an assistant principal on an interim basis. And I, I thought I was dealt a big blow 
to be honest, when I was asked to go back in the classroom. And, and I'm sharing this with you not to, uh, not to gripe or not to complain, but just to say, you know, sometimes when we have goals and then we're, we're dealt one of these hands where we're thrown off course a little bit, so to speak, you know, it really throws us for a loop. But in the end, keeping those goals in mind is is really what helps you stay focused and stay grounded. And so for me, going back into the classroom, while it wasn't something that I really was looking forward to doing or expected to have happened to me, uh, it did motivate me even more to get back on track to be able to follow my dreams of becoming a school administrator. Well, fast forward to about two weeks ago when I did finally become a school administrator. And it took having to leave my old district of of Derby, Connecticut, and now I'm in a district in New York. It's the East Ramapo School District. It's actually on the New York-New Jersey border. And I have one heck of a commute to work each and every day, to and from work, I should say. But I think it'll all be worth it in the end. This has been a real goal and passion of mine since really when I started becoming an educator and becoming a classroom teacher for the first time. 13 years ago, I can remember having conversations with my wife and my family saying, you know, one day I really do see myself as a school administrator. Um, Leadership has been something that has interested me and, and has really inspired me in so many ways throughout my life, throughout my career. And this is what I wanted to do. And so that leads me to um, what I want to talk about for a couple of minutes here, the long and short of it, is that having goals is great, and starting with your why, understanding why you do what you do is is wonderful. But understanding the differences between short-term goals and long-term goals, I think, is what really helps people be very successful and finding a balance between short-term and long-term goals. Let me tell you what I mean. We're coming up on the new year here, 2019, and so many people, right, every year say, I want to lose weight. They come up with a New Year's resolution, and the number one most popular resolution every year is, I want to lose weight. The problem, though, when people don't lose enough weight or can't stick with it, in my opinion, is that they don't realize that losing weight for many people needs to be a longer-term goal. And I think people go into it thinking, okay, I'm going to lose, let's just say 20 pounds. And they want to lose it quickly. They say, I want to lose 20 pounds in two months, three months, even six months. And they don't necessarily see weight loss as a longer term goal or even a goal that they're going to have to stick with maybe for the rest of their life, eating healthier, exercising, and Therefore, it's just not as successful as they want it to be. So when I say that I had goals early in my career toward becoming a school administrator, to be honest, those are shorter term goals. Like I said, I've been in education for 13 years and I hit my goal of being a school administrator, but that doesn't mean that I don't have longer term goals. Now, I may not have them for myself in terms of advancing to different leadership positions, but certainly getting back to my why, my, my vision, my mission, I have goals to bring education into the 21st century even more than we have been in the first 19 years of it. And I want to give a huge shout out at this point to my friends who are part of the hashtag past the scope EDU movement that I've been a part of now for the better part of a couple of years. 
If you don't know, hashtag Pass the Scope EDU, we are a group of educators who every month on the third Thursday of the month produce content where we live stream ourselves discussing and relating to a hashtag. Every month is a different hashtag, and we all kind of put our our unique spin on what our interpretation is of that hashtag. And this past month, December's, was hashtag end but not done. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to actually live stream or, or put out a Periscope video on my interpretation of end but not done. But I think it's very timely in this episode while we're talking about short-term and long-term goals to speak for a minute on having the end near but not actually being done. So for example, if I talk about weight loss, the end is you lose that weight, but that doesn't mean that you're done. If you lose 20 pounds in six months, that's amazing. The end result though is going to be long term, how to keep that weight off or maybe how to even lose more. So all the time we're adapting our goals and our vision and our mission, maybe that's for ourselves, maybe that's for our students, maybe that's for our school, but constantly iterating and reiterating and just not settling. So for me, in terms of my career, like I said, I have reached my goal of being a school administrator. And even though it's been a couple of weeks, I can't tell you how excited I am to work with my new principal and assistant principal, my school, the Chestnut Ridge Middle School, and just really, really seeing them for the potential that all of the staff and students have at that school and being able to what we call rise all the way up and beyond. So my journey to becoming a school administrator may have ended, but that doesn't mean I'm done. There's still so much work to be done. There's still so many things that I want to see happen. And so no matter who you are and what role you play, if you're listening to this episode right now, I know that you have goals. I hope that you have goals, and some of them may be short-term, but some of them may be long-term, and I want you to really understand which are which so that maybe once you reach your end, you understand that you might not be done. There are new goals or more long-term goals that you're going to be striving for each and every single day when you wake up, when you go to work, when you go to your school, you're going to keep working on. As we head into this new year of 2019, I can't even believe I'm saying that, 2019, really think about what your goals are. Think about what role you play. Think about which are short-term, which are long-term, and think about once you reach those goals, then what? What is there? What's next for you? What are those longer-term goals that you're still striving for? How are you going to get there? Anyway, guys, thank you so much again for being loyal listeners, for maybe being guests on the show. This podcast has been a passion project that has just fulfilled me and hopefully fulfilled our listeners to points that I couldn't have even imagined when I first started it. It's been an amazing 2018. I hope that you get off to an even more amazing start to your 2019. Of course, look for new episodes of the Leader of Learning podcast throughout 2019. I love all my listeners so much. I really appreciate you coming along for the ride. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy New Year. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so yet, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite way to listen. Also, if you like what you heard, please recommend this podcast to other educators, leaders, friends, or anyone you think would love listening and learning. And don't hesitate to leave a positive review on iTunes or whatever service you use to listen. For more information, head over to leaderoflearning.com. 
There you can also find the Leader of Learning blog, ways to connect on social media such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Voxer, sign up for our newsletter, and even how to purchase Leader of Learning merchandise. Thanks again, and remember, no matter who you are or where you are, you too can be a Leader of Learning.